Hello. Hello. Sister Disc Podcast. If my parents come back down again, I'm going to scream. <laughs> We're adults, actually. <laughs> We're... We're being quarantined. <laughs> We're starting this podcast with Grybrell. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yes. Oh, I am too strong. <laughs> We're drinking. <laughs> We're drinking too. <laughs> Do we want to skip the intro and just go to the drink? <laughs> okay. Oh, so we're Hannah and Laurel and we're twins. Yes. No, we're not twins. <laughs> no, we're not twins. We are sisters. So I know our voices may sound very similar. I'm Hannah. No, you're I'm not. not <laughs> you're not going to shut. You're not going to know who we are. That's not true. I'm Hannah. I'm Laurel. Okay. And we're sisters, and this we're is sisters. Sister Dis, which is short for Sister Distancing Sounds. Which might not be a great title, but it had to be connected to music. <laughs> and anyway. social distancing. Yes. So, Anyways, this might not us. go on, but we're here. <laughs> we In our parents' basement. <laughs> we're 24 and 23 years old. <laughs> okay. You'll notice the lulling sound of our... <laughs> laundry in the washer <laughs> it's fine it's fine okay so we are, we are starting this podcast because well we're starting this podcast because hannah in our first week of quarantine i think our first week we've been quarantined for about six weeks yeah in our first week of quarantine i found out hannah's got a particularly funny interpretation of one of the songs that we're going to talk about later mm-hmm. and i told this to my friends and they recommended we start a podcast. And then after realizing Hannah consistently has impressive interpretations of songs, whether correct or incorrect, mm-hmm. we decided to take the creative leap. Because Laura always has much different interpretations of songs. So or no are. interpretation. Yeah, and then we'll tell her something and she'll be like, what are you talking about? And Which I we'll realize... get to in the Lord episode. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, so, um, where are we going now? Personal, yes, personal music, music taste. Oh so, wait, not experts. We're not. Experts. We are not experts. <laughs> we're not experts on the bands that we listen to. I mean, some of them. We're like some fans. Oh, preface this by: I'm definitely not a Vampire Weekend. I'm a fan. I'm, I'm a not fan. an expert because there are. Laurel knows out more there. than I do about them, but I do enjoy <laughs> them. So, which I guess that's besides the point. Personal anyway. music taste. Would you like to? Yeah. Okay. So I'm trying. <laughs> Hannah loves like. Creed and um, Metallica. Shut up! <laughs> no, no, we will not be doing any screamo or anything like that on this show. Nor country, really. Although really? I enjoy. Well, I was I gonna did, say. I thought you didn't like country. Well, I don't. Also, there's nothing to interpret in country music, so probably let that one go. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Anyways, what's your music taste? My music taste is. Um, I don't know. It's like alternative folky stuff. I want to make sure that was recording. I'll just throw mm-hmm. out some of my favorite bands, I guess. Hold on. Well, I feel like a good way to express this is that I made her do the Obscurify music analysis that's attached to your Spotify, and oh, her acoustic mm. listening patterns are 103% higher than everyone else. In the country, yeah. <laughs> so big on folk-ish stuff. I'm not, I'm not 
Floral's I feel like it started... Floral's underground. Yeah, but I feel like you really started at Mumford & Sons. This is true. Like, Mumford in high Sons. school, that really kicked you off. Mumford & Sons spoke to my soul. Which just kept going. They do speak to souls. Okay, so... Let me find... Hold on. Oh, we're researching notes. No, no, I... Oh, that's a lot of notes. I, I had a list of bands. Music, it's right there. Music. <laughs> oh my oh, gosh. Okay, here we go. Yeah. So, wide range. Is G-Easy on I there? Like, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. I oh, said wide, wide range. Song. Okay, pop. I enjoy pop music. I don't think there's anything particularly deep about it, but I enjoy pop music like certain rappers. However, the core of the things I love would be like... Mumford and Sons, mm-hmm. um, the Lumineers, Dermot Kennedy, love him, love, love him. We do love Dermot. Bonnie Bear, The National. Wait, can I stop you? Wait, no, I have one. Um, I'm missing. Maybe not. The National. The Lumineers, duh. Did you mention 75? 1975, I enjoy. Iron and Wine, I'm a big one. So I just, I'm a dabbler. Mm-hmm. Big dabbler. 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 But my core ones are those main guys. Oh, 21 Pilots, huge. That also was one of your high school jump starters. Yeah. You were like one of the first people to find I will say, them. so it's funny, because I think, I think like 10 years ago I was ahead of the times, and now I'm just like I feel like in high school person. you were way ahead, because I was like, yeah. how are you finding these? Yeah. And I, I, and so like all these bands I stayed with, with, but now they're popular and such. Yeah. And so now I'm just kind of, I'm a little more mainstream, Laura's a little You're more You're like respectfully... Like, what is that? Off-brand. Sure. I know about that. I also want to backtrack. Oh. We're going back. Let's go. Pronunciation of Bon Iver. Bon Iver? What did you say? It's Bon Iver. No. It's French. I had people yell at me about... Because I went into college saying Bon Iver. Do you know where he's from? Michigan. Wisconsin. It's the same thing. (laughs) Okay. Anyways... Let us know in the comments what you say. I literally just said that because I thought people would correct me if I said Bon Iver. I really prefer Bon Iver, if I'm going to be honest. I think I now say Boney Bear. But honestly, what's harder to pronounce is his most recent album. Oh. Like I, comma I. Yeah. Yes. Anyways. We should get into him later. Anyway, okay. Laurel, music taste. My music Go. taste. I feel like it's become pretty all over because I feel like I hit an acoustic mm. phase mm-hmm. like late. With, like, the Flanders. Yeah. Okay. Like, I was pretty acoustic, hippie, mm-hmm. beachy. Yes. Laurel was big into the beachy vibes. I was. I, see, I think that comes through a little still. Yeah, I do think it still comes through. However, then in college, I got into, like, a, what can only be described as garage rock. And I really just mm. found the love of my life. Mm-hmm. So, like, garage rock stuff. Ty Seagull, that was what I was listening to this morning. Mm-hmm. Pup, Jeff Rosenstock. See, I don't even know these. Um, That's how I'm <laughs> parquet core. No. Good, good. That good, good, Kush. Um, but then there's a, like other stuff, like random stuff. Bell and Sebastian comes to mind. Mm. Man, I really gotta think. I am a big Lord fan. I feel like I'm. Oh, like I don't. Lord, we're talk both about on. That. We're yeah. both on Lord. Lord's huge for me too. Fiona Apple, not an avid listener of her, but now I've listened to her album like five days in a row. Mm. Okay. Um. It's all over the place. Yeah. I feel like the up-and-coming music scene, and then I, like, I like... <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Someone threw something down our laundry chute. <gasps> so I feel like, like a bat was in the room. Okay. The indie music scene. Laurel's very indie. She's yes. underground indie. She's, like, 
the cool person who talks a lot about it means I just I feel but it's funny yeah you go because like in my circle of friends I feel like I know the least like I'm definitely like tip of the iceberg on indie bullshit yeah okay yeah I would say that Mm-hmm. You're like the the I'm the you, realist indie elitist. <laughs> oh, thank you. I feel like I would like to avoid indie elitist as a term. I'm teasing. I know. Um, yeah. I'm so trying to think. There's we're a, really broad. We're super very broad, broad, but kind of on we're the same open. page. Yes. Okay, so here's a backup. Oh, go. What is that noise? It's just a it's the dryer washer <laughs> thing. It's terrifying. It feels like a bomb's about to go off. How long does that noise last? Breathe through it. <laughs> okay, anyways, you were on a point. Okay, so. What I appreciate the most about music, since this is our intro, we'll just get into it so people mm-hmm. know. I'm huge on lyrics. That's what I love. I was... Huh? Talk closer, I feel oh, like. Oh, okay, okay. I was um, an English major in my undergrad. I say undergrad, I haven't gone to graduate school. But <laughs> <laughs> in my pre-doctoral studies, I was an English major. Yes, um, I wrote actually a few papers with literary analysis on different music. Your thesis being on rap music, Yeah, right? my thesis was on Eminem, actually. Um, and, yeah, the white narrative in some of his music. Anyway, loved it. It was pretty baller. Yeah. That was pretty... It's one of my cooler moments in my life. Um, Yeah, anyway, love lyrics. I love solid beats. um, And I think Lord hits both of those for me. Lord. I feel like that's our sweet Maybe we should have just done the Lord episode right off the bat. (laughs) Probably. But the Vampire Weekend's a good intro. Yeah. I feel like, because that's kind of how you analyze anyways. You really go hard into lyrics. I do. Because I also remember in, not in college, in high school, sometimes you'd be like, dude, listen to this song. Like, it's a straight... (laughs) It's a bop. And then you'd be like, Laurel, this is such a sad song. And mm. you're like, what are you talking about? And then I you love, would point out mm. the, like, the lyrics and what it right. means. And so I feel like that makes sense because my whole life, I always like every song. It's the overall sound first. Mm-hmm. And then it takes usually like two or three listens yeah. for me to catch on the to like, what's happening mm-hmm. in the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I, I love sad like, music too. Yeah, she's a big, that's a big thing. You, like, you're way more into beats and songs. Yes. Which I think is why, because I'm also into like rap music as well, right, but right. kind of a different area of rap mm-hmm. music. And I feel like bigger right, sounds, true. like wall of I like noise the com- type stuff. Right, and I like like <laughs> the complexity of rap lyrics. Yes. So like, we really complete each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We Yen are and, the two halves Yen of Yen the Claire's here. best friend's necklace. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That was painful, maybe? <laughs> but we're moving on. Woo! Okay. Okay. Next on the list. Okay. Yeah, that's so we're it. Doing, so that's us. We are doing Modern Vampires of the City mm. this week. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say this album cover looks like a young adult book. Yes. Like, I look at it and I'm like, Twilight. I also, Vampire Weekend, aside from Father of the Bride, has not really changed their format on, like, how they do albums. Mm. It's a picture, white border, white mm-hmm. font. Picture, white border, white it's font. It's kind of sad they broke it. I mean, I respect they it. Started, I know you have to I break out. I think they out. started, um, not labeling themselves. Mm. Uh, rebranding themselves. Rebranding. Right, because now they kind of have these symbols going on, stuff like that, with true, true. Um, Father of the Bride. Like the snake symbol, mm-hmm. frog. Um, very hippie culture, I'm really into it. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, okay, so. <laughs> the album, yep. Okay, so the three songs we're going to cover. Unbelievers. Step. And Diane Young. Right. Oh, um, okay, wait, let's 
backtrack one more time just to talk about how you and I interpret lyrics differently, maybe. I, which, like, I don't think there's, like, an overbroad. I'm a little more naive sometimes. Really? Sometimes. I was going to say I was more naive. Oh. Maybe innocent? (laughs) Sometimes, Sometimes. I'm a little more innocent. Sometimes I feel like, sometimes I think you just, especially being, like, a high school teacher... And then maybe going to a public mm. university. There's sometimes like just phrases that I know that you have not heard before. Guys, I have a toddler, <laughs> so <laughs> not in the scene. Who anymore. I do want to say can really bop to this album. I was testing <laughs> out on testing out on Abel when you guys were sleeping. He was kind of okay. Yeah, okay. It's in the blood. This is Abel approved. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. Gonna... So we'll see if we're more literal. I read into symbolism a lot, so we'll just see what happens. Oh yeah, you do catch on. I feel like I'm very direct. Like what you yes. tell me is what you're saying. Yeah. You know, or well, was more face value. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're gonna do this anyway. live. Yeah, I mean, okay. let's go for it. I already Should apologize we do... for sound cl- or the sound quality. Should we do what? Should we listen right away? I mean, um, should we do the chorus right away or just go? Well, through it? if we want to, we'll just go through and pause. Yeah. Okay. I already want to say because the first time I listened to this song I was like wow what a jam and I think after a year or so I looked at the lyrics I was like maybe this isn't like hmm. happy oh yeah yes not happy let me see this should I sing along If you press this, okay, yeah, yeah. Not dryer. Wait, do we? No. Okay, let's keep going for a minute. Okay, we'll pause there. So we're 37 seconds in, approximately, in case you want to join. So a lot of questions. We're just yeah, we're gonna. I don't know if we're going to make it through three songs. We'll see. Anyway, so, the first verse. I'm going to read it. Yep. Got a little soul. The world is a cold, cold place to be. Want a little warmth, but who's going to save a little warmth for me? We know the fire awaits unbelievers, all of the sinners the same. Girl, you and I will die unbelievers bound to the tracks of the train. So... Yeah, I've been super curious on your perspective of this because I definitely, this is one of those face value things where I'm like, this is obviously like a feud between religion and like right. non-religious people. Side note, we're getting serious. Laurel got her glasses on. That's <laughs> <laughs> because I can't read your voice. Oh. <laughs> Shout out to your blindness. Okay. Yeah, so I definitely, I'm getting the religious... Yeah. Right, yeah. It's like there's religion in the world. Mm-hmm. Am I religious? I'm like, well, he's. I feel like he's definitely saying he's not yeah. religious. But then I feel like he's coming to terms with. But there's these people who say, like. It's a criticism of Christianity. Yep, there we go. At its core. I mean, I'm just gonna. All of the sinners are saying. We know the. Okay, yeah, this is it. We know the fire awaits unbelievers. So I feel like he's saying. Oh, look at Elliot. It's, he's literally saying. <laughs> he's saying he's saying we know no. the fire waits on believers so he's literally saying like i'm an unbeliever atheist agnostic or like whatever he is he's not christian and he knows that according to christians he's gonna go to hell right like i feel like that's point right blank. all of the sinners are the same so all sinners right he's like i'm an unbeliever my girl's an unbeliever we're bound yeah. to these tracks 
bound to the tracks of the train. They're committed. They're just writing it out. And so... I feel like there's not... Oh, I think I think the beginning, reading back a little, got a little soul, the world's a cold, cold place to be. Want a little warmth? Who's going to say a little warmth for me? So I feel like it's also referencing, like, he knows he has a soul, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, the world is a shitty place to be in, and he wants to find warmth, but he's also, like, knows in the end he's going to hell. Oh, I was going to say, again, face value, like, he's the just, warmth. like... The world sucks. Right, which is also another right. way to read it. I would love to know what Ezra Koenig, like, actually was saying. We're just reading the lyrics. Well, are we what we should into- do, what we should do, maybe, is give our analysis and then put it against what the artists say. Well, we would have to research that prior to this. I know, I'm just saying, maybe in the future. Okay, maybe in the future. We might not be ready for this um, completely, but that's our thought. I feel like we should play it to get to this part, and then we can pause it and maybe do the chorus. Oh, but I wanted to say one other thing. This that could that's just one reading of it, right? So there are different mm-hmm. ways to read a song. Clearly, one of the ways I think you could read it too is like it's not about Christianity at all, but it could be it could be about some other ideology. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Political or I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna keep going. Next few verses, and we're gonna pause. Oh, keep going. Oh. Yeah. Mm, mm. Okay, yep. Pause. So that second verse was the same. Or the fourth yeah, the verse. second, yeah. Fourth slash second one we just listened to. Yeah. If I'm born again, I know that the world will disagree. What? Because so, at that point you were like, hmm. I think this is religious though. There's so much religious symbolism. Right. So, yeah. Anyway, so if I'm born again, I know that the world will disagree. Want a little grace, but who's going to save a little grace for me? Lean in. Just because of that noise. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like he's also saying... This is also giving me 1975 vibes. I will Ooh. say. Just right. like the lyrics. Very anti-religious. Digging into all of that, but... What I'm getting a lot of is, like, even if I'm born again. So, born again is also a synonym for, like, Protestants, right? Mm-hmm. So, even if I'm born again, I know the world will dis- disagree. I also think it's saying, like, even if I say I believe, the rest of the world will say, no, you don't. Like, it's oh, not good enough. actually, to go off that? And that's, like, he wants a little grace, but who's going to save grace from him? Who's going to, like, be merciful on him, even if he says he believes? You know what I'm saying? Right. I feel like with that, if I'm born again, I know that the world will disagree. Um, so at first he's saying I'm potentially like a religious. Is that correct? Yeah. Religious. So. Am anti-religious. I'm not religious. Whatever. Um, Atheist. And so like religious that. people don't like me. That's kind of cut and dry. What right. he was saying at first. But then this, if I'm born again, I know that the world will disagree. I feel like if it's, we're saying, if I convert, there's still going to be that population in the world that's like, oh, now you believe in God? Like, God's yeah. dumb. That's not, like... That's true. Right, like... Like, you can't people, please anybody. Right. People who believe in deities versus people who don't, you're on one side or the other. And if he's on this side, people who believe in deities, they're like, come on, right. whatever. Deities, I think. Oh. Whatever. But, you feel me? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so then, want a little grace, but who's going to save a little grace for me? Mm-hmm. 
Same same concept. And then it goes on again. We know the fire awaits unbelievers. All of the sinners the same. So I also feel like he's saying the fire awaits. Okay. The fire awaits unbelievers. All of the sinners the same. Also saying, like, even if I'm born again, all of the sinners are the same. Like, everybody's sinners. Like, how are they going to be saved? How is their grace? Kind mm-hmm. of, you know? It's yeah. very, like, existential questioning. Mm-hmm. Should we go on? Let's do the chorus, and then like, why don't we wrap that up and probably do one more yeah. instead of two. Also, I just want to say, if you've seen the video where it's, like, how to make an all-J song, where they're rolling around in their basement, and they're high, and they're eating rice cakes, oh. it's about the vibe that we're carrying right now. We are eating Cheez-Its. And we're just in our basement. Oh, we forgot to talk. Oh, we'll talk about our drink at the end. Oh, yeah. Okay. We're dancing. Badly. Okay, so that was the chorus. Hannah is scrolling through the entire song at this point. No, I'm not. I was just... It's right here. This is Mm -hmm. where we're at. Okay. There's a lot left. Yes, but I feel like we carry... You know, it's going to carry, like, the same trends through the song. Hannah is roped into unbelievers. Mm. I don't know. We'll see. Okay, well, let's just go right now. Okay. So... I'm not excited, but should yeah. I be? This is the fate that half the world is planned for me. Which I feel like goes back to the, like, religious people think I'm going to hell. And I'm not excited, but should I be? But, and even if I become religious, religious people and non-religious, like, <clears throat> non-religious people won't be happy. You know? Okay, one little light. Oh, wait, no, no, no. I, I know, know I, I love, love you, you, and you love the sea. And you love the sea. That's full. But what holy, holy water, water contains a little drop. Little drop for, for me. me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I just I just love the I know I love you and you love the sea. What does because that mean? Lay it on me. Oh, I wasn't I wasn't going for that. Oh. I was <laughs> I didn't no, I didn't have an intense interpretation there. I just think I love that part of the song. This is the musical. Oh yeah. Lyrical. No, I also love that. I just love that part of the song because I feel like that's the part where you're like yeah, this song is so fun, you know? Right. And I also David. feel like... Somehow, <laughs> I feel like somehow that also ropes me into, like... You, like, relate a little bit. Like, maybe he loves some girl. Yeah, and she loves the sea, man. And not him. And we've oh. all been there. Oh. Oh, Lord's that was been your there. interpretation? Is that your interpretation? Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? I feel like, no, that's not my interpretation, but that's how it got me, in, yeah. you know? Where I'm like, Ezra... Rashida does not love you. She loves the sea. <laughs> That's funny. I never thought of it that way. Oh, back up also when they say, um, he says, uh, we know the fire waits on believers, that part. Um, I always think it's, we know the 508 something something. <laughs> <laughs> well, spit out her cheeses. I want to promise. Before we started this episode, Han and I were in the laundry room, and I was like, I'm going to play this song. Han goes, what are those drums? The 508s? <laughs> and it's 808s, by the way, I remembered. Anyway, continuing on. So yeah, then it just goes on. It repeats the same lyrics, but then it'll say, 
see the sun go down it's going on down and the night is deep want a little light who's gonna save a little light for me so in in its on it's in its entirety the song just basically talks about like there's no hope for the the unbelievers right and that's yeah and as long as that girl because it doesn't reference like what the girl like i feel like the girl's kind of bound to him in this song you know like she he's the unbeliever she's in it with him therefore kind of doomed it's actually kind of sad. It is kind of sad. That's why I'm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is it's a complete bop. You'd listen to it on a sixty degree day and not even know. Mm-hmm. It's like this entire true no true. narrative on being religious or not. This is the perfect example of a song that like Laurel really loved back in the day. Oh yeah, like, when this first when Modern Vampires mm-hmm. of the City first came out, I was like, this is the best. Great. This is a nice little happy album, mm-hmm. and there's actually some really good good yeah. things to look into. Makes you think. Mm-hmm. He makes you think. I like it. Alright, do you want to move Moving on to the next one? Can you look up step lyrics while we yep. do this? Oh. Oh, yes. Hey. Hey. Oh. Okay, okay. Should we pause? I just want to pause just yeah. to say that this song is incredible, especially because. Not many people know there's a remix with Danny Brown and, like, two other mm-hmm. rappers. Mm-hmm. And I know I've done this to you before, but if you can get someone who, like, knows their Vampire Weekend pretty well, but is not aware of a couple of the remixes, mm. you let them start vibing out to this song, that, mm, step coming out, and they expect to hear Ezra Koenig pop up with that sweet little voice, but then you hear Danny Brown start essentially screaming. It's, like, the funniest reaction every single time. Mm-hmm. Also, what a great mm. remix. Mm. Yeah. Solid, yeah. Um, love the beat drop here. I just I just think it's great. Oh yeah, like musically, love it. This song is fantastic. It's just it's 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 weird it's like it's an indie vibe, but it makes you go like, oh, well, like head bob. Let's head bob. Let's go. Okay, but I wanted to say on the intro, every time I see you in the room, you always step to my girl. So oh, this inspires right us. off the bat. Here yeah. we are. This is why we are making sister this. Laura and I were listening to this. Yes, and what had happened... Like you do. <laughs> I think you started talking about your interpretation first. Yeah, because I was like... I, I was basically like, I just... I think I was like, <laughs> I still don't get this song. Right. My interpretation was like, so every time he sees this person in the world, or whatever, every time I see... You always step to my girl. In my head, guys, I know. In my head, this person's listening to the song, My Girl. And stepping to it, like you know, dancing, bobbing, walking, walking to classes to my girl. Well, when Hannah first explains this to me, she is like, Ezra Koenig's walking somewhere and sees here comes, <laughs> like here comes this asshole, and he's like doing the West Side snap and step <laughs> to the song, my girl. Yeah, which is the one of the funniest visuals I've ever had, actually. But that's what inspired it. And I told my friends, like, you'll never believe what my sister thought. Um, And then my friend, who's, like, a major Vampire Weekend Mm -hmm. and TC head. Shout out. He, Jared Michaels, my boo. Shout out. Um, I'll talk about what he told us. (laughs) J-Rad. I'll talk about what he told us in a second. But we should play it and we should get to it. He's a real fan. Yeah. He's, again, he's just a big fan. (laughs) 
Okay, so that was a lot. That was a lot. Um, and I, I don't have... Right now, I don't have much... Anna <laughs> just looks at me, she goes, I don't have anything. Yeah, I mean... Um, I have a little bits, but not a lot. I am... I love looking at the lyrics because... I feel like there's a lot of songs, especially in the early Vampire Weekend, songs like Porchata or um, Walcott, mm. where I feel like he just says, especially Porchata, actually, I was thinking about it, he just says things, and I'm like, I don't actually know what you said. Like, I can tell it's an yeah, English yeah. word, Yes. but I don't know what you just said. And I'm looking, he names, like, tons of cities. Initially, he says, back, back, way back, I used to front, like, Angkor Wat. Yeah. Do we know what that is? I'm assuming it's a person. I think um, so. <laughs> I used to think it was, I used to front like I knew what. Like, um, that's what I thought it was. Gotcha. Um, but then he goes on, he names all this stuff. Okay, this lyric, because Hannah's interpretation was, again, the West Side snap and step to my girl. Which clearly isn't true. <laughs> um, my interpretation was, every time I see you in the world, you always step to my girl. And usually stepping to someone, um, you, like, post up to someone. You know, so I feel like if... You know, one of the guys in Vampire Weekend, Ezra, he's out with his girl, Rashida. Um, and this dude's coming up to Rashida and being like, hey, Wasn't babe, this... like, I know you better. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, like hit, basically her. you're saying, like, hitting on. Almost like a confrontation with, like, his girl. Mm -hmm. um, and I... This was telling... pre-Rashida, right? No. Oh, really? I doubt it. 2013? I don't, I don't know. I don't know how long I've been. Okay. You can Google Keep it. Keep going. Um, anyways, we don't know. But anyways, that was my interpretation. Mm -hmm. And then we told Jared, Hannah's interpretation. Jared comes back with us quoting this line. Um, so it talks about, your girl was in Berkeley with her communist reader. Mine was entombed within a boombox and Walkman. Um, I was a horror but girl that was back then. That part doesn't really matter. So no. apparently, I definitely thought that part did matter. Ironically, you Ezra is talking about how he's listening to music. Maybe it is his music, um, and I believe the stepping is dancing. If I can remember what Jerry told me. Um, oh. And so when he's saying your girl was this, this, and this, but my girl was in tune within a boombox and oh, a Walkman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I had my music playing in my boombox and my Walkman. Um, his girl so, is music. Yeah, his girl is his music. Right. Which. Genius. Man, ain't that the truth. Yeah. <laughs> true, true, true. Um, no, that was good. Yeah. That's well, true. that's not even my take. But anyways, what I wanted to say is when he says, I'm stronger now, I'm ready for the house, such a modest mouse. Band reference? Mm. I feel like, well, that has to be a band reference, you know? Right. Yeah. I don't know why. I'm stronger now, he's ready for the house. I feel like... I feel like this song is also, like, kind of his, or the band's, evolution, like, of becoming serious mus musicians, right? Define serious like, musicians. Just, like, their evolution, like, with, like, their relationship with music, even, because yeah. it's, like, back when, 
Back when, I don't know, he was back, in back, college. Back. back, 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 way back. When he was in college, LA, New York, whatever. Yeah, he's kind of going all over the place. Yes. No, I but see what you're saying. He, like, he was in tune with a boombox and Walkman. He was a hoarder of music, but girl, that was back then. And now, he's stronger now, ready oh, for wow. the house. I can't do this alone. So he's, like, in the wisdom teeth are out. Like, he's become an adult, right? Within his music career. Within his music career. That's what, that's, this is what I'm reading. We're doing God's work in this <laughs> No, that's a really good, and I actually watched a, um, I can't even remember, but I watched an interview, I feel like in this I've said Ezra Koenig a hundred times, but I watched his interview, um, and he was just talking about some songs, I can't even re, like, iterate what he said very well, but he, um was saying how in previous albums it was kind of just like him and his friends palling around mm-hmm. which i feel like mm-hmm. you can tell in the music mm-hmm. like especially i'm looking at the contra album right now and that's just got like a good i want to say goofy vibe where you're just like yep. it's like a spring day right you're hanging out you're mm-hmm. making noise um and it's beautiful but yeah this one definitely is one of their first well it's more lyrically serious too maybe this one probably more lyrically serious as unbeliever is the prequel to this Hmm. yeah okay also i have more to say um now so it's funny so like the wisdom teeth are out he's become an adult all these things like he can feel it in my belt almost like he's honing in on like his musical taste his his like ability as an artist mm-hmm. like the message he wants to say and now every time he sees people in the world they're actually stepping to his girl his music like his actual music he's producing yeah like simultaneously like his his girl is music, like music itself in general. Mm-hmm. But then his girl is also his music. That right. people are stepping to his songs now. Because they're remember, like real, they're famous. Yeah. Different music interview that I watched, different artists, I don't remember who it was, was just talking about how like there's a lot of songs that they keep to themselves. Oh, it was the dude from Honey and it was on the R slash Indie Heads Instagram Live Festival. I think. But he was saying how, like, all of these songs are private and special until he publishes them. Mm. And then they're, like, this public domain mm-hmm, where it's, mm-hmm. like, oh, everyone is listening to my music and it's no longer kind of this outlet. It's, like, it is now everyone else's. <laughs> right, right. Um, okay, I think we should keep going. There's more juice in the next. Okay, if you're listening so far, call us up and you get an award. <laughs> you, we're at um, minute 126 and we're playing what from there. What do you want to get to? We're gonna go through okay. this next one. So we're ending the chorus. Quick note, the piano on this, yeah, it sells it. It's, nice. it's good. Polished. Okay, so that goes on. We know that part. Um, so this, I have a lot with this one. Oh, I have next to nothing. Okay, so I think now this is really cool. He's talking about past musicians, okay? okay. Like holding him back, kind of, and being judgmental. Oh, ancestors yes. told me that their girl was better. Yes, you got that? Yep. Ready? 
And then she's richer than Croesus, he said. She's tougher than leather. I don't know what Croesus is. Not okay, even I, don't, I don't really care. She's tougher than leather. I think that's even a reference, like, to the 80s. Mm. You know? Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, accepted, like, pop music, rock, whatever. Then he says, I just ignored all the tales of the past. Who cares and what works for them? He's coming up with something new. And then stale conversation, there's a bread knife. It's, like, old news, right? Mm-hmm. We don't need to keep talking about this music. And punks who would laugh when they saw us together. So Pete, these oh, old musicians punks, are laughing. Yeah. yeah, punk musicians, whatever, laughing They're at laughing him. at him. And then they didn't know how to dress for the weather. Vampire Weekend knows how to play to their audience now versus oh, these past musicians. Who would not be able to play to the right. audience they don't, now? They don't know how to dress for the weather, right? right? Yeah. Vampire Weekend does. Wow, that's really good. Because I also feel like they have such a huge... They remain, like, this indie band, but they are, like, just this massive, dominant indie. Like, everyone right. knows Vampire Weekend, and they have this huge, huge, dedicated following. Right. Um, what are you looking up? Aster. Aster? <laughs> We're looking up a word from the song? Yeah, I just need to know. Um, but that would make sense. Oh, it's a family. Like a last name? Yeah. That's all I can find. Can you go back to Aster? Yeah, yeah, I'm going back. So the Aster family achieved prominence in business and society and politics in the United States. Okay. Go back and figure. You have to go back to the Yeah, I got it. I got it. So So, I can still see them huddled on Aster. Snow falling slow to the sound of the master. I have nothing on that one. I think it's also a reference to the weather. And like, I don't know. Snow, maybe. Maybe, like, like, huddled on, like, this empire they built, but it's falling. Oh, yeah. You know? Because now it's, like, the snow falling, weather is changing. Wow. You just took that and ran. That was really, really good. Pulled that out of my ass, so. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Yeah, let's keep going. I think that's good, though. What what are we at? We just, we only have, oh, it's yeah, we only long song. we have one more verse and then it repeats on the gloves okay, are off. We'll do the one so, more verse. Let's do one more verse. One more verse. We wrap it up with our drinks and our We're, little yeah. one note. Yeah. Mind if I eat yeah, a little bit? Go ahead. Here we go. Oh, and this is. This is good. Again, the piano. Mmm. I start? Yeah, go. So this wisdom, to go off, this is completely your idea. This is why we're good. Yeah. This is, again, what a cheery you started song. Us, yeah, you started us off, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but just going off your idea. No. Wisdom's a gift, but you trade it for youth. Again, going back to, like, the older rock stars or other musicians. Right. More experience. Yeah, any other musicians that might be telling them, you know, your sound's not good, you're not doing it right. Um, and their wisdom's a gift, but I'm sure they trade it to be young and be able to be doing more music again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't know, it's kind of, I wanted to start it, but not take it all away. Go ahead. But then, yeah, well, so, like, they say, like, age is an honor, but it's still not the truth. There's This whole verse has a ton of amazing one-liners. I just really enjoy them. Um, so, yeah, like, even though there's wisdom and being older and experienced, that doesn't mean they know everything, especially when it comes to differences in generations and cultural generations, mm-hmm. right? And so, like, just because they played to one audience at one time doesn't mean they played to the current audience, like Vampire Weekend is in this song. Um, you curse the sun when it stepped to your girl. So they're also saying, like, when it, their girl was famous and everything, their music, that they were, like, kind of upset. They wanted to be, like, unknowns, maybe, or they wanted to be unique and not, mm-hmm. you know? I don't know. That's what I'm getting from that. Maybe she's gone and I can't resurrect her. The truth is she let me mean to protect her. So, like, even if their music is gone, like, Vampire Weekend can't do it the same because they're not the other musicians. Mm-hmm. And if it's actually that good, they don't need to be protected by other music. Like, there's, there's old bands and songs and everything that will live through the different times and ages. Right? Yeah. You get you you feel me? No, yeah. I'm just looking at the next two. Sorry, I got. Oh yeah, you go. With we know the true death, the true way of all flesh. Everyone's dying, but girl, you're not old yet. Right. Um. So I feel like you know, like what dying is as a musician, yeah. and we know the true way of all flesh. And I feel like flesh is just music, mm-hmm. which is just you get to do music how you want. There's a true way to all the flesh, all the music. Mm, I also got the interpretation of like. The true death, the true way of all flesh, everything ends. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, your music career ends. The <clears throat> the popularity, you know? The fad of your music ends. Mm-hmm. Everyone's dying, right? But, like, these musicians from the past, or even, like, who maybe are current to Vampire Weekend and were accepting when they were coming in, whatever, they're not old yet. Like, they're not gone yet. So just enjoy right. enjoy it while it's still here. Right. But, like, things end. And you need to accept like, new things come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I feel like in the context of us being like, there's these older musicians, more experienced musicians. I feel like there's a better way like, to say older musicians, but I don't have shit it Shithead right musicians yeah. who are telling Ezra Koenig that, and also Rastam, can't say the last name, members of Vampire Weekend, everyone's dying, but girl, you're not old yet. Is like saying, all this, like music is dying all the time. All the music from, you know, you never hear music from the 30s or 40s. Oh, or yeah. barely hear music from 50s and 60s. Yeah. Um, so all this music is slowly dying, as it's going to, but girl, his music, you're not old yet. Like, That's true. We're not about oh, to so die. Oh, so their girl. Yeah. They, no, we're okay, now talking yeah, about true. Ezra's girl, Vampire's Weekend's girl. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. So they're just gonna, they're gonna live it up with their own girl, right? Right, he's like telling, it's like telling his girl, like, you don't have to worry. Right, and then it goes back to, like, you always step on my girl. Mm-hmm. We yeah. go back to the gloves are off, wisdom teeth are out. Yep, you always step to my girl. That means right now in the world, people are stepping to... People are doing the West Side Step to Vampire Weekend. Right, that Father the Bride weekend. I'm coming down alleys. Yep. Hey, hey. Mm. Okay, mm. okay. We did it, guys. Okay. We did not get to go to Diane Young, which I just want to ask you a question. Yeah. Go the sound on. references die. The song references Diane Young as a person. Do you think it's got a? It's a, like a pun on the term dying young. Oh, absolutely. Okay, I just wanted. I realized that I was like, am I the only person? I've never heard anyone talk about it. Oh, it's absolutely. It's all about dying young. Okay. If dying young won't change your mind. No, I know. Yeah, yeah. But okay, it's also, just, okay, yeah. 
Yeah, no, I no, know. like if mm-hmm. Diane, like if I can't change your mind, no one. If Diane, yeah, okay, whatever. Prep for y'all. We are from Nebraska, so we say no, yeah, no, or yeah, no, yeah. Did I say that? Oh, we've said it so many times at this point. Okay, well, just yeah. Anyway. Who are we sending it to? That's not from Nebraska. I just I or the Midwest. I don't. I don't know. All right. Well, okay. I just wanted to say we say it a lot. No, yeah, no. Okay. No, yeah, no. So um, let's do drinks. Drinks. Okay, so Hannah we decided. Yep. We're gonna drink every episode. You go. Oh, that was it. We were gonna have mm-hmm. drinks. We ended up having the same drink, and we almost had two. Two different drinks, I guess. We were about to have that Rattler, and we didn't. No. Um, we had two drinks that were the exact same. Yes. Both times for each of us. So there was four drinks. <laughs> all divided by two people, but they were all the same. Yeah. Value. Yep. Um, it was a. What drink? We have to tell. Them. Oh, it's called, okay, shameless plug for the other mm-hmm. room in Lincoln, Nebraska. They're selling their alcohol for 30 mm-hmm. bucks a pop. It's delicious. It's this is unpaid. We just like them. Unpaid. They can pay us, um, probably not right now. Now's not a an good alcohol. time. They could pay us an alcohol. Maybe it could give me a higher discount. Mm-hmm. Um, just going to go in there and be like, I imagined you on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's called the Lactus Tonic. It tastes mm-hmm. like a dream. It is like elderflower and oh, cucumber so good and it's mixed with club soda it's the perfect refreshing drink that still makes you feel like you're drinking a mixed drink yeah it's a terrible description but there you go i feel like we keep going outside and then we come in and then We're we like, have that Ooh. drink and it just hits slaps like a springtime day <laughs> but those are our drinks yeah and so now we're gonna do our show notes show notes i like that you just figured that one out right now i don't know well i feel like other no people. i know okay instead of saying shit note is what i'm saying oh okay so this isn't notes about the show although if but you want are. those we could give those but this is just our life notes yeah just life our, notes. every week yeah. <clears throat> a couple things do you have one you can do the one that's oh. on there if you want oh okay whipped coffee sucks yes okay I don't know. we probably made it wrong we uh, I we didn't make it wrong, but we might we use the wrong brand. I guess we use. But if if it's good, the more I think Folgers, about it, Folgers freaking hate Folgers. It was the cheapest. We were just going to try it once. <laughs> I hate it. It was so bad. It was so, so you bad, you guys. Two tablespoons of instant coffee, two tablespoons of sugar, and two tablespoons of hot water. I literally I did. Yeah, go ahead. And I whipped it for thirty minutes. I have an hour. World, it's so good. I was a champ in the kitchen champ. whipping the shit out of that. Yep. First with a fork and then with a whisk. And it did get... It becomes like this whipped cream thing. It does kind of look like peanut butter. Um, but Ugh. it tastes terrible. It literally... It was so bad, I couldn't finish my morning coffee. I was just done with coffee for the day. I was like, nope. It was so... Nasty. It was like someone just upped the Bitter and then it was way too sugary. Like, it gave you gut rot. You're just like, yuck. Did you really? That's how I felt. I, I feel like, like I never got enough because even I just put like a little bit like my fingers See, in I just it. kept like trying to come back. I was like, it can redeem itself. It can redeem itself. Right. And I just felt like sicker and try sicker. Three or four times. Yeah. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. It was bad. That's what I got. What's yours? Um, I had a couple of them actually yesterday. Ooh. I was thinking about it. Shout out to I just reinstated my Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> now I really like it. Um, She's catch funny. me on the Twitter. On the tweeter on the pier. Tweeter. I'm going to edit that part out. <laughs> um, and also, Fiona Apple's new album, mm. Big Rave. It's on our list of things to do. Big it's, love. I think you would really like list- the lyrics. I'm going to. 
in my small time. I'm gonna try. Right. Or out of... Well, you'll get there. I'll it's get just there. out of control. It's so good. I'm ready. Um, so... Other one things? Other show notes? I don't think I have any. Um, shout out to the washer and dryer in our house that are probably broken. I feel like we're no. gonna wash these back. And there's gonna be, like... Listen, we don't watch, but... Yeah. There's gonna be, like, ten minute clips where we're, like, barely there. And it's just the sound of the... It's gonna be great. Yeah. Tune in next week. For... Something. Probably Lord. Pro- I feel like we really hyped up Lord. Yeah, we did. We, we really like to do the Lord one, too. She really... Yeah, hopefully you guys listen. Even if it's just our friends, we love you guys. Yeah, Hope you, you like this. Are you saying this to anyone? Maybe. Who do you know? Kind of feel like it. Well, no, I'm saying it to a couple people. Oh, good, good. I'll send it to. Do you know a couple people that you're saying it to? I would send it to any of my friends. <laughs> you're not? No, I'll send it to anybody. Oh. Any of my friends. I'm saying this to a couple. They'll be super accepting. <laughs> yeah. You know? So I'm like, whatever. And most of my friends don't care as much about music as I do. They're, mm-hmm. They think I'm really intense about music, and I don't even know as much, like, new, new music, but they think. So they'll listen and be like, oh, cool, Vampire Are they going to listen to, uh, what, is, what are we at? We're at 50 minutes. That was good. <laughs> that is good. Two good. songs, dude. Two songs. Um, yeah, I am saying this to at least two songs, a couple of my friends. So do do. Yeah. Um, I feel like we should shout out to Jared. For, shout out to Jared Michaels yeah. for helping me figure out the lyrics step. Jared, I don't even know if we met, but thank you. <laughs> wow. Yeah, maybe not. I um, know exactly who you are, though. Watch out. <laughs> Um, shout out to Jared also because I'm sending him a letter and it's going to be rough. I want to shout out. Shout out to Joey. It's her husband. It's my husband. He just like listened to us go off about this podcast. Shout out to Joey because we sometimes corner him just to fight. We put him through it. We do. Shout out to quarantine for bringing families together. Yeah, man. Here Um, we are. Shout out to the parents' basement. We made a full circle thank you mom and dad okay that's it yeah i think we're good are you good yeah how do we end it though oh thanks everybody so that was episode one on vampire oh wait i know the perfect way to end it oh okay oh here we go all right goodbye tune in next week